We'll be back. Uh, folks at home, folks at home, thanks for hanging in there with us. Welcome back to Ike Live. These breaks are nice, Pete, because normally during a break, Brian plays some song from like the 70s, or he's playing some lame-ass <laughs> oh, video. Uh, but this break has been neat because we're getting live entertainment. From some amazing DJs. It's really I didn't cool. know these guys were that good. It's cool to have it even in while we're talking, while it's we're amazing. doing the show. It's all going live. It's crazy. Technology's amazing. Can 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 this can that track can these tracks be heard by the audience? I think what so. I think so. Well we're we're gonna find out. This is a first, so we're gonna be uh, analyzing how this all played out in the end. Uh, real quick, we're gonna in a second we're gonna play a teaser of the brand new Going Ike series coming up. Before we do that, want to send a happy birthday to Cindy tonight. Yes, happy Cindy. birthday. Hope you're watching. Um, Brian, are you ready for that clip? Because let me give, give me like two seconds to talk about it, and then we're going to show it. Uh, for those of you that know, been watching the last few shows, and you've been hearing me talk about it, we're working on a brand new project. It's a digital series coming out called Going Ike. Uh, really excited about it. It's a, it's kind of a storytelling series, more based in film. And we have an uh, amazing opportunity to work some great filmmakers, including the guys here tonight. And uh, without giving too much away, I, w- I kind of want to play this like Star Wars. I want to give you just a little, just a little bit. Uh, wait, like Star Wars? That was Chewbacca, <laughs> by the way. Uh, want to give you just a little tease of what you're going to see starting in on January 15th, which is going to be the premiere of Going Ike. So, Brian, cue it up. Can't wait to see it. Here's a little teaser of the new series, Going Ike. Wow. Well, leave, leave everybody in suspense. I don't want to give too much away. Again, I want it to be like Star Wars. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm your father, Luke. <laughs> Does that sound like Darth Vader at all? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> what? Oh, everything cool in that video, yeah. you just ruined Oh, come on. <laughs> Uh, you sounded like Rabbi Yankovic. Oh, did I? <laughs> it's not what I was going for. Uh, anyway, I'm excited. I'm stoked. The drone Pete. shots were amazing. Drone, drone shots amazing. Drone is changing. You know the way we can we can do stuff and see stuff. I mean, the, the technology that's available at these guys' fingertips is amazing. But I got to tell you, 
that drone shit's not easy, right? Because <laughs> that's like you got to know what you're doing. We talked about oh, some yeah. of the mishaps <laughs> that you you must had some major mishaps with, and I've heard that from other filmmakers too. Yeah, you can't just like buy a drone and start like. It's not a remote control car, right? Oh, you need practice. Yeah, you gotta you have definitely practice. Need practice. You want to talk about some of the close calls you had? I know we talked about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I got a couple. I mean, the first time actually flying it over water, I'm at a I'm at a pond and I'm trying to film one of my buddies fishing. Yeah. And I ran until the batteries almost died, and it gave me a critical alarm. When it hits a critical alarm, it's automatically gonna land. So oh, it was no. in the middle of it was in the middle of the water, the body of water, and it just started going down. Oh. And this is the first time I've ever flown it over water, so I'm panicking. I'm I'm just hitting buttons and just going crazy. Yeah. Also, and I get it to keep going up, and it just it just keeps going back down. Yeah. And then I finally just had to move it over to the side, and as soon as I got it right over to the land, and it just fell down. And wow, it was that was it. S- sweating bullets oh, on yeah. that one. There's there's a couple of them. There was another one where we were filming with uh, Frank, and um, filming his show on in the middle of the river. I had this low voltage alarm I've never seen before, and same thing. It just wanted to land. Yeah. Out of nowhere, and I'm panicking, and we're like. Frank, like, do we need to turn the boat around? Like, yes, yes, keep, you know, let's, let's head over there. Yeah. But then I, we were able to get it back to the boat right on time. We, it's amazing. Were you it's ever, amazing. Were you ever arrested for trying to fly a drone over a major highway <laughs> no. after a terrorist act? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never That's tried good question. it. <laughs> over and a bridge I, near a military uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I know a guy that had that. <laughs> oh, we, we try to make it quick. We were on the Delaware and had a little warning, so... We got out of there quick. Yeah, but they got they got it. They have them now. Somebody was explaining to me they have them that that land on water. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're a little bit more foolproof. There are drones where you just throw it and it just hits the water and it'll take off right from there. Wow. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. But that was a look at kind of a teaser about what going Ike is going to be. And again, without giving too much away, it's going to be the store. It's a storytelling series, you know, and. Uh, Man, stoked to work with some of the best filmmakers out there, including you guys. Thank you guys for coming this week and, Thank, and for having some us. of this stuff. No, definitely. Thanks so, for having us here. It's amazing. Is this going to be an episode of uh, Ike Live? Or, yeah, Ike, Li- Ike Live. Going, going Ike. Ike, which yes. you filmed here last year. Yes, days? yes. What, you, what, what happened this week? There's going to be a lot of purposes of what happened, but some of the material <laughs> from this week <laughs> you will see as, as a several of the Going Ike episodes. So super stoked about it. It's going to be crazy stuff. And, you know, it's really about, like, what I'm trying to do, and I know what you guys are trying to do, is reach people, reach more people through, you know, video, through that medium, you know, Mm -hmm. through a video medium to capture people and bring them in. And you could do it a lot of ways. You could do it through instruction, like we do at Bash University. You can do it through video, like the content that you guys are filming. It's amazing. And you could do it through music. And, And so... On that note, I think Brian the Carpenter, I think we've got him on Skype. Uh, We've got a really special guest joining us. Uh, It's a guy that I've known for a lot of years, a guy that I've fished with. um, Gosh, it seems like yesterday, but it's got to be four or five years ago we fished together. Uh, And... And and I don't want to blow this guy's head up too much, but one of the best rappers 
out there, period. Uh, seriously, amazing talent, amazing skill as an angler and as a hip-hop artist. Mike Morzini drive it, dri- joining us from home, I believe, nice. via Skype. Mike's in the house tonight. What's up, Mike? How you doing, up, Mike? Guys? How you doing? How are you, man? It's good to see you. Awesome. It's, it's great to see and hear from you. Man, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, it, it was like we've been talking about having you on the show forever, and when I found out Cast Crew was coming and we created this kind of new movement, urban movement show, it was a no-brainer to get you on this show. Yeah. Let me start by – I, I want to get your background, and I know it a little bit because we talked about it the day we fished. But tell everybody, how did you get involved in the sport? How, what was your start? Oh, I started uh, – you know, I'm, I'm from Connecticut. I grew up uh, on Long Island Sound. That's like – that's my home water. Um New Haven, New Haven area, um, and I've been fishing since I was, you know, five. Um, you know, my uncle just got me really into it. Um, striped bass are my thing, uh, and you know, I just, just am addicted. You know, and uh, I've, you know, I've evolved um, through my life depending on you know what went on and where I stood, but. Uh, and, you know, now I have kids and I'm just sneaking out at night and uh, getting out there and <laughs> slaying them as much as I can. You know, you know how it is. Yeah. Oh, we, we all know how that is. We're all smiling when yeah, you said yeah. that. Now, now I got to tell you a true story. This is an honest story. And I don't think I ever told you this, but but it's yeah. great. And I want to relay it to you. Um, right. The first time Mike and I ever met. I drove up to Connecticut uh, to fish with a mutual friend of ours on this really amazing freshwater pond. And so before that, I had talked to Mike and I had heard Mike's music and material, and but I've never met him. So, you know, so driving up there, I'm like, God, I can't wait to meet this guy. Man, his shit is unbelievable. Like, never heard a guy flow like this. It's the most unbelievable thing. And, I, you know, I don't want to put any stereotypes, but, like, I pull up in the parking lot, and I got the, you know, the coordinates of where I'm meeting everybody, and I pull up in the parking lot, and I look, and I'm like, I'm looking around, and I don't, I see, I see, like, this skinny white kid in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking around, I'm like, where the hell's Mike at? Uh, I'm like, looking, and it was you! Yeah. I, it's it's the craziest thing. So, on that note, yeah. how did you get into hip-hop? Because you're definitely not a typical hip-hop image. No. Um, you know, it was, it was actually really in, in high school. Um, I remember, um, you know, I, uh, in, you know, middle school, I I was always listening to rock and heavy metal and, you know, I was all into Ozzy and all kinds of stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, I remember, uh, I was driving with some friends in high school and they put on a Tupac CD and, uh, ever since then I was just addicted, uh, to the music and, you know, I listened to all kinds of artists after that and my hip-hop taste kind of evolved over time too but um you know and and that's when i started liking it and i and i liked it so much i just wanted to do it and uh but when i sat down you know when i in freshman year of high school and i i wanted to you know write some raps uh the only thing i could rap about was what i did day in yeah. and day out all summer long all fall all spring and it was fishing cuz i couldn't i couldn't be like you know like the guys that i was listening to although i loved them and loved how they wrote and the flow and the beats but i just rapped about fishing and i remember my first song was about you know me pulling the uh 
pulling the cord on my 9.9 and getting my motor started up. And <laughs> I remember rapping to uh, Cream by uh, Wu-Tang, and it was like, fish school circling around me. Quick, drop the line down. Set the set the hook, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I to rhymes to whatever I was listening to at the time. And then, uh, and then I got a little more serious about it after that. And uh, it was 2009 that I released Angler Talk. And that's obviously what you what you have heard. Yeah, it, it it was amazing. And you know, we've been talking all night about you know the the connection between hip hop and angling. Yeah. And and you know, it's it's this movement that's amazing and touches people in new ways, right? You're we're, you know, and and by the way, let everybody know what's your your nine to five profession. I'm a biology teacher. Okay, you're high a high, school, uh, high school science. Yeah, yep, you're a high school teacher. Uh, so, I mean, you see this day in and day out, right? You years. see yep. young kids that are very impressionable. Give give me your take on it. I mean, in my opinion, that that cross of hip hop and and the fishing culture is one of the best things that could have ever happened to the sport. Let me get your take on it. I completely agree, and I I see it firsthand. Um, I I think I've told you before, but I I about Five or six years ago, a couple students came to me. You know, they knew what I did. They they knew always know how much I love fishing, and um, you know, they wanted to start a fishing club. So we started it up, and we run it at our high school. And you know, out of all the high schools I know of in our area, we're the only one with a with a legitimate fishing club called the Law Anglers. But to speak to what you said, you know, when they found out what I did. I felt like a lot of kids were coming out of the woodwork saying, wow, that's fishing is actually kind of cool. And, you know, they related to it. They love the music and they're like, oh, I, I want to join fishing club. And, you know, we, you know, grew, grew the club. And um, and of course, I'm not saying it's all me. I'm not taking all the credit at all. But I'm just saying, you know, I could see it firsthand. It happened. And then they go out, you know, because there's kind of. Like, I remember when I was in high school, there was always a stereotype about fishing, like, oh, you know, it's not the popular sport or whatever it is. And I would wear my Guy Harvey shirts into school every day. But, you know, and, and really, these kids, you know, they hear it, they like it, they want to get involved in it, and, and you know, they, they can relate, like the guys from Cast Crew, you know, uh, to what they're doing, too. So, I don't know, that's my take. Yeah, it, it, it's a great thing. And, you know, we were talking, uh, Johnny, we were talking in the car this morning about how kids nowadays are losing a connection to the outdoors, right? Absolutely. There's a million yeah. other things going on. There's video games. There's, you know, it's almost like there's a lot of kids that, that are don't even want to go outside anymore. And, and this, this to me, is like the gateway, right? It's allowing, you know, young kids that are, are you know, in this culture to say, hey, I want to try that. I want to get outdoors. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. You know, because it's something that, they're going to see a little bit different and think it's cool and then want to associate with it, you know. Like, wow, you know, look, he's out there and he's wearing, he might be wearing some Jordans or a certain look and he's still fishing, so it is cool. Yeah. So I want to do it myself and it's it, it's definitely a good movement for the young kids and stuff like that. My nephews love it now, you know. Yeah. So my little nephew right now is actually mad at me because I didn't take him out all these years. <laughs> he's like, next year we got to go. I'm like, all right, I got you. That's awesome. So it is awesome. That's awesome. Now, I, I want to break into Mike talking about, you know, you've got now, you've got a lot of songs out there and I want I want you to talk about some of your new projects coming up but before we do that I want to jump back and talk about the two projects I was involved with with you which to to, to this day it's it's amazing to me that uh you know you were able to put into song 
a lot of things from a personal standpoint that were kind of like my life. And, uh, yeah. and, and you know, yeah. we worked on two projects together, two songs, one called Go and Ike and one called Never Give Up. And uh, t- tell me a little I mean, how the hell did you do that? Because I honestly, to this day, I can I, I listen to the song. By the way, my kids love those two songs. My, uh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, especially my little ones. They love those songs. How, yeah. What's the process of, you know, you writing a song? For me, it's it's all about. I mean, for, for me, the first thing is having a concept or having a topic to write about. And and once I can, one before I even write the song, once I have an idea of this is my main theme, this is what I want the song to be about. The the other elements just get put together from there. Um, and that's kind of my process. As I kind of start with a bit a main idea, and then I break down to the details after. So for you. Uh, for never give up it, it although it was challenging because it was about you it was your life and I of course I wanted to make it as perfect as I could for you but it, I was already starting off on the right foot because I knew what it was about I knew you know I read your book I, I obviously follow you I know your story um, so then it was just about crafting the the lyrics and and then trying to put in some cool uh, analogies and some wordplay in there Um one of my favorite lines, I don't know what yours are, but is the Bill Dance line. That's and the I, I thought that was a that's... I thought that was a good one that kind of hit it home and um and just uh, I don't know it was it was awesome working with you and you killed it on the chorus by the way. <laughs> so it, it it was fun yeah and he's talking we actually had a chance to get in the studio uh, over in Philadelphia we got in the studio and I had a part in the song pete i don't know if you knew that no it was very amazing i actually had a, a small monologue in the beginning yeah. of the song um but the the thrust of my role in that track was to scream which is real yeah. easy for me <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. yeah i just scream never give up it's real easy well, i can do that that was well casted yeah it was perfect <laughs> it, it yeah. was perfect what uh what's the bill dance line pardon uh, pardon me like for this. not knowing it's like uh uh, some thought that his overreaction to catching fish was kind of overkill. Break dance in on the bow of the boat when the only dance that they'd known was Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Awesome. Ama- amazing line. Amazing line. Uh, so I, let, let's break into what's going on now because I know you you, you, uh, you and your wife had a baby. Amazing. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. And then uh, you've yeah. – Round of applause, everybody. Uh, we love kids. Irish twins. <laughs> we love kids. And yeah. you've got uh, you got some new stuff you've been working on. Fill everybody in a little bit about some of the new stuff, new projects you've been working on lately. So I have about – I had about five songs that I've been working on for a while, and uh, it was just a matter of me getting the time and really just making the time to, to put them down and get, get in the studio. Um, so this summer I released two of them. One is Lips on My Thumb. Uh, which I mean, if you heard it, obviously you know what it's about. Just, just I, just lipping bass is just the chorus of it, and then you know it just breaks it down. It's a little more relaxed song. Then my other one, uh, it's more of a hyped up track. It's called Bomb 'Em, and I love that one because the theme is just my favorite moment of fishing. It has to be hands down, which is just setting the hook. So the chorus is just bomb 'em with the hook set, and it just comes in after that. Uh, set the hook hard, bomb them with the hook set, show them who's boss. But you could obviously hear that on YouTube. But um, it's just all about setting the hook and how hard I set the hook and just analogies for, you know, and, and I fish with some people and they tell me that, that they think it's just entertaining to fish with me because 
as you do also, but just setting the hook is just the most exciting moment, and I just lose it at that moment every time. Uh, it, so. <laughs> it, it's That's the best feeling in the world. And by the way, uh, to preface this show, the last couple of weeks we got our very own Dave Brodzik to listen to the music. Dave's into a lot of heavy metal stuff, but we had him listen to a lot of your stuff. Yeah. And, and he loved the new track. Uh, oh, good. Lips on Your Thumb, he loved. And yeah. Dave was listening to that fishing, and he tried to lip a bowfin. And got half of his finger ripped off. So I don't know if he'll try to sue you because of that, or if there'll be a lawsuit or anything like that. But do you want to talk about that at all, Dave? Or yeah, the law offices of Shecky, Shecky, and Goldberg have said don't comment on it. <laughs> Shecky, Shecky, Goldberg. I don't know about that. Uh, Mike, I, I want to get to. I'm, I'm looking as we're talking here. I'm looking at uh, my Instagram, and I'm yeah. getting some questions popping up. Where can where can people get your music? Where can they listen to a lot of the stuff that you've completed, a lot of the stuff you're working on? Where can they find it? So all of it's on iTunes. Uh, you could just search Mike Morzini iTunes, um, and right there you're going to find my album Angler Talk, along with about five singles, uh, I Can't Stop, The Fight, which is all about just hardcore, which is like I consider one of my most hardcore rap songs, The Fight. It's just about in the gritty you know the grittiness of just fighting a big fish like a you know a blue fin or any large game fish um and then my my new songs bomb them uh and then uh lips on my thumb and then uh our tracks never give up and going ike so all that's on my itunes then the other thing is you can go to my website uh anglersmusic.com to hear everything read bios and everything else that's awesome that's awesome too so that's awesome. Now, Mike, before I let you go, you got to promise me something. I know I've been texting with you about this, but we're working on this new series called Going Ike, which, by yes. the way, your music's going to be used in the intro in a lot of these, a lot of these clips. You got to promise me that we're going to set up a striper date and we'll come up and film one of these episodes with me. Absolutely, I'm dying to. Uh, we got to do it. I'll show you a quick picture of. Uh some of the bass we were talking. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Bry, yeah. see, look, that's what a striper actually looks like, Bry. Did you see that? And we were in a big time, you know, this fall, just eat local waters, eeling at night. So if you're ever down for that, just uh, let me know. Uh, I, I can't wait. I mean, we tried last weekend. We're going to talk about this in a second. We went to Asbury Park. We had a concert to go to. We tried to striper fish. And, of course, uh, we caught nothing. And Brian ended up taking me to the rocks and catching three-inch tog. So uh, okay. that looks three a lot more tog. fun. <laughs> yeah. That looks a lot more fun than three-inch tog. That's true. Uh, that. I caught some. Yeah, you did catch some. <laughs> Mike, thanks for joining us. Great to see you. Well, great to hear from you. Awesome to see you. And uh, keep it, we'll keep in touch with you. All right. Awesome. Sounds good. Mike Morzini, everybody. Thank All you, right. Mike. Later, guys. Wow. Awesome guest. And that was a true story, man. I pulled up in that parking lot, and I'd heard his material. His material was really good. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, that can't be, that can't be him. Like, you heard him talk right there. Like, there's no way that guy can rap, you know, based off the way he talks, you know? It's the craziest You're thing. You're racist. Did you see that striper, by the way? I did. That's a real striper. That was a... That's a real striper. Um, here's what we're going to do. This but, is the by part... By the way... Yes. Adrian posted a picture. I think they caught 35 yesterday. Wow. That looked like that. Really? Yeah. So the bite's hot? Yeah. Smashing them. Why are you telling me that? Uh, (laughs) This is the part of the show where we're finally going to open up the toll-free number. We're going to start taking calls. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, uh, let's get a number up here. It's a toll-free number. We want to hear from you. 855-498-0691. 
If you've got a question or a comment for Cast Crew, if you've got a question or comment for Pete and his mustache, <laughs> mustache, want to say anything about that? <laughs> The mustache accepts all questions. Okay. <laughs> mustache accepts all questions. Uh, <laughs> if you want to call and comment about anything you heard tonight, please call us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, guys, uh, what do you think? Uh, I mean, we had Mike Morzini on here. We, we had a lot of talk tonight about where this sport is going. Do you see this sport going to a totally new generation of people? Like, is one day... The bulk of anglers going to be mainstream urban guys, or is it always going to remain a southern sport? I think it's it'll be a good section. Yeah, you know? I mean it's growing. It's growing, and um, the interest is there. Yeah, you know I, I think I think it will grow as big as the other uh, like the southern anglers. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a changing of the guard happening for sure. I mean I see yeah. it all the time. I, I think it's it's kind of doing this. Where old school, new school, yeah, and new schools kind of the interest of the sport is definitely growing. So yeah, especially know. with the high schools. You know? Oh, the high school fishing is unbelievable. Now, where you guys are from is the largest. The Midwest, Chicagoland area, has the largest high school program in the country. That's inc- that's incredible. Yeah, I wish there was high school bass fishing when I was, yeah, we when all I was right. there. We oh my god! Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why do we have it at Triton? Fry? Uh, I think drugs were too proud. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Dave, why didn't you have it in your high school? You switched high schools on us. Why'd you do that? I don't know. Why uh, we moved? Oh, okay. BMX. Yeah. Speaking they of needed high school, a BMX team, right? Yes. The event. Yeah. Five hundred. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. You have the stats on that, Brian? Uh, I hear 490 teams on Sam Rayburn. Wow. High school anglers yesterday. 490 teams, two <laughs> anglers per boat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing draw. That's an amazing draw. Most all kids from Texas. There's some boats from Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, wow. One of the fellers from wow. Texas. It's just a, to, to see that kind of response and that kind of interest is uh, is truly amazing. It's, I'm, I'm so excited about it. You know, creating that high school fishing team. I mean, it, it, every one of us in this room, if we had a high school fishing team, Everything would have been second. Oh, yeah. You know, (laughs) everything would have been second. Sports, you know, school. That would have been the first thing that we all signed up for. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's run rampant. My high school that I now has a fishing club. They do? Yeah. My my buddy uh, Craig, his son, started a fishing club in Cherry Hill. And they're, um, yeah, it's expanding in leaps and bounds. I, I just can't imagine. Have you ever fished a tournament that has 500 boats in it? No, that's a lot. Good lord! I can't imagine. What do you do? Like you, 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 you finally get a spot on a bank, yeah. and you just gotta stay there. <laughs> you just cast the same stump yeah. for like. Well, it's relative though, right? That, uh, that's that's a Cooper River tournament, right? That's what I'm saying. It's relative. Like a 500 that's boat true. tournament on Sam Rayburn is equivalent to a 100 boat or 60 boats on, on Cooper, Cooper River. Yeah, very similar. It's equivalent. Right. Yeah. Well, they get them out. They get them out at Grand Lake. Uh, you know they they get 300, 400, 500 boats in those types of tournaments. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, this is this last year they had 350 or 370 boats. They're up to 490 this year. It's massive wow. expansion. Yeah, it's really exciting for the sport it's as a whole. It's amazing. Uh, and 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 I think we I think we ought to talk about that on Ike Life. I think we ought to have a high school fishing episode of Ike Life. That's a great idea. 
And it, I an entire of, show based around high school fishing. Yep, I thought of it all by myself. You right did? Now. Wow. Yes. You hear that, Bry? <laughs> I think the mustache thought of it. The mustache, mustache thought of it. Mustache thought of it. But, you know, that that's the parallel that I see with what we're talking about here, which is a huge group of young anglers getting into the sport and having different outlets. You know what I mean? So... You know, you have, uh, you know, kids that love hip-hop. You have kids that like country. You have kids that like... And to see someone they can relate to is so important in the growth of the sport. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's like oh, yeah. paramount in the growth of any sport. Well, see, you know, the, the important thing to recognize now with our fishing and what you guys are doing and what social media is doing is it's exposing kids to stuff that they were never able to be exposed to before. Right. Uh, you know, before, all we, we got what they put out on TNN. Or ESPN. That's it. Right? That's it. That's what we got. Yeah. And um, and that was the mainstream. And you fit into that mold, or you didn't. And you might have been turned by it, or you know maybe you know maybe that was your thing. But but now now you can find cast crew, right? If if that's your, you know that's your what you're into. Yeah. You can find that. You can if you're into old school you got that i mean you got whatever you want out there right now so kids that are trying to find their way it's out there right now and uh social media is bringing it to us and talented guys like you are are, are making it available to kids um that is was never available you know before yeah the web and the digital world has mm-hmm. opened up to to people like that you know yeah. it's making it cool yeah it's making it, it it really is it's bringing the coolness factor to it you know yeah. because you know, they, they, you could, man, you could have never got like a hip hop soundtrack on a fishing show 15 years ago. Right. I mean, that wasn't happening. And, that, and that's a great word. I'm glad you said that, which is it's make fishing, it's making fishing cool because that's really what it's doing. Have you guys heard that before? Have have people approached you and said you guys are making fishing cool? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because you are. You are. I mean, even even just guys locally that will run into fishing a random spot. They'll see us wearing one of our logos, and hey, your cast crew. Yeah. Like, oh man, it's like, oh, I like all the stuff you guys are doing, and yeah, we get a lot of love. Yeah, and 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 it's interesting because Dave, I'm gonna call you the spot on this. When we were young, when we were young, when we were the high school kids, there was there was nobody to aspire to that fit our mold. So fishing wasn't cool, right? And no. we've talked about this on the show before, but. And I, I hate that we did this, but we tried to hide the fact yeah. that we yeah. fish. Let's get right. into that, Dave. No, absolutely. Like, we were terrified at the idea of any of the girls that we liked seeing our moms drop us off at a lake <laughs> yeah. and, like, have to walk across traffic to the side the lake's on, you know, with our stuff oh in our hands. God. Like, that was terrifying. It was almost like running to a chopper in war, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my God. I vividly remember it. Dude, I remember, like, you know, like, my mom or Mert or Dots dropping us off. And, you know, like, before they let us out, if there was a highway, we had to cross to get to the lake and we're just you know we're walking we don't have a boat so we'd all like you know we'd like look you know and we'd stay low until the coast was clear before we ran across the street that shit really happened no, it did happen we were we were aware we never said it to each other yeah we were definitely aware socially that we needed to get out of sight <laughs> yeah so so flash forward all these years you know like if i if it was then and i was a kid and this was around if cast crew was around Dude, 
it would have been cool, you know. But back, but back then it wasn't, you no. know. I mean, even even when we started, we kind of got some backlash, you know, just because the way we looked and the way we dressed. It it was we kind of got it's like, different, you know? yeah, like we're gangbangers, yeah, you know, like okay. So you got backlash from the angling community. Yes, mm-hmm. you did. Yes. It was hard. It was hard to get yeah. through. You know, we're we're trying to be gangsters and yada yada. It's just like it's just how yeah. we look, you know. It's not. We're not trying to hurt anybody with our yeah. crankbait. And you guys are, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like you guys fishing. are not gangsters. Fishing. Yeah. Right. fishing is my hustle. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's where it had to be where that came from, I guess. Yeah. So you it's know? like you know, this is our side thing. So we that's our hustle. You know. Yeah. I mean, everything yeah. is a hustle. Really. Yeah. You know, everything is. Work. You know. Yeah. yeah. You something. You got to work hard for it. Exactly. And fishing is my hustle. Kind of fit the mold because even for like a professional angler like yourself yeah you really gotta hustle for those five yeah you do you know what i'm saying yeah so that kind of fits the mold and kind of it relates to a lot of people yeah anglers in general you know? right. yeah 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 i mean from the standpoint of getting backlash i can, I can relate to that you know mm. because i i got it right and exactly. and you know i was you know early on like little little stuff you know like yeah. just uh, you know emotion and and you know the way you wear something or you know all that stuff generate a lot of backlash with the very traditionalist you know in the fishing community but i think it's every year it's getting it's opening up more and more which is amazing brian carpenter what do you got back there uh i actually had a phone call uh he doesn't want to jump on the air uh, but Mark Vallow from Texas. Okay. He called in to let us know or to uh, tell you. Yeah. To let people know that with the new website, they can uh, they can donate to the Ike Foundation via PayPal. He says wow. he lives in Texas. Yeah. It didn't make sense for him to try to ship equipment. Yeah. You know, tackle. Yeah. So he went on the website and he donated via PayPal last week. Wow. And. Uh, and he says, you know, you, you should let people know they can do that. Well, it's it's interesting because I didn't even know you could do that on the website. There so, you go. <laughs> uh, Mark Vallow, thank you for the call. Thank you for donating. Thanks for the update. Uh, that t- <laughs> that tells you where I'm at with, with technology. I don't even know about my own website. What do you got, Dave? We just got a message from someone named Flacco. Flacco. Yeah, they're asking. Uh, they're asking the cast crew. A group of gringos challenged you to a mob busting contest, and you guys didn't even take them up on it. Talking <laughs> 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 about. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. What's Flacco mean? Skinny. Skinny. Okay. Yeah. Flacco. <clears throat> Silence. Oh, oh. <laughs> Crickets. He's a, he's a, Dave's dying to get into this. <laughs> no, the, these are all mom bus being. Yo, sub- mom is so fat. <laughs> They're being submitted by people on the, on Twitter. Instant message. Instant message. Which, the Twitter thing. All right, this isn't happening. <laughs> Dave's got to go back to the old system. He just can't take this new system. Maybe you should start it out, Dave. Yeah. Come on, Dave. All right, Pete, Beanie, you're damn involved. Now you go now. I'm going to cross off all their names and just do all Pete Mom jokes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Can we get one? You ready? Yes. We're no. Ready. <laughs> all right, I'm ready. Pete's, <laughs> Pete's mama's titties are so sloppy that I tried to motorboat them and it was just a prop wash. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Prop wash. <laughs> nice tie-in to, to fishing, by the way. Yeah, here, <laughs> Steve, yeah, Stizo's mom's teeth are so yellow 
Skeet Reese is trying to make a necklace out of him. Oh, wow. Wouldn't surprise me. Johnny's mom is so dumb. When she told him... When, when she met his father and he told her he was a nieta, she thought that was what he, she wore on her head when she was working at McDonald's. <laughs> That's for them guys. Don't know what that means. <laughs> nieta is a Spanish gang. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Dave, you got a lot of them. Yeah. Del. Del, it's your turn. <laughs> Del, it's your turn. <laughs> Del's mom is so dumb. When he asked her for Booyah Bates at Christmas time, she stuffed his stocking full of multi-Goya grape. Oh, my God. Vinny's mom's so fat, she needs power poles just to do the nay nay. Wow. Vinny's mom's toes are so busted, Dave Fritz mistaking them for french fries. (laughs) 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 Shout out to Dave Fritz. Steezo's mom is so stupid. (laughs) <laughs> that when he when he told her he caught him on a do nothing, she thought he was talking about her baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm sorry. You guys ain't even firing back. Dave, <laughs> Dave, if you ever decide to lose your job as the IM of Ike Live, we have a special role for you. You're well, stay home. good at this. Stay at home. That role. No. <laughs> the mom busting role. You're All good right. at this. Yeah. Wow. Gotta understand. Yeah. I work around. I work with street guys, and yeah. that's, we 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 still at forty years old. We rip each other every night at work. <laughs> you know, all Puerto Rican and black guys. I'm the sole white dude, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm forged in stone, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, man. Oh, but uh, yeah, Vinny's mom's lips are so greasy. She has ball bearings for teeth. <laughs> 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 All right, you're getting stupid now. Yeah. <laughs> they start, actually started pretty funny, but now yeah. we're we're sliding the way nah, of, of we're, stupid. We're done. I, I was hoping I was hoping you guys. Uh, you made me look like a like a, a, like a low rent. Yeah, like a low rent uh, <laughs> retard. <laughs> I don't know any maybe, jokes. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't have ambushed him. <laughs> Had had them prepared a little bit for, the, for mom. the mom jokes. Yeah, sorry guys, sorry. Pete. Look, there's a lock on the door, cast crew. So, <laughs> <laughs> Pete's mom. Pete, your mom's very nice. I met your mom. She's lovely. She is lovely. How's your mom doing, by the way? Uh, she's doing great. Okay. She's doing. How's great. dad doing, by the way? Yeah, dad. Right. Dad's doing fantastic. Okay. You know, he's yeah. getting, gaining weight, healthy as could be. Going to live another ten years, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to live 20 years, Pete. Believe me. I'm glad to have him tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. Uh, listen, this is Ike Live. Let me remind you that lots of ways to get Ike Live. If you miss the show, you can get it on MikeIkeNally.com. You can also get it on iTunes. You can get it on Stitcher. You can get it on Vimeo and Carbon TV. Uh, Pete, remind everybody one more time, Bash University 2016. Schedule coming up. Where can they find information on the cities? TheBashUniversity.com. Check it out. All the information you need is there. We have a couple new sites we're going to be launching this week. So check it out, TheBashUniversity.com. And then Bash University TV subscription. How can they sign up? They can sign up right there, too, BashUniversity.com. You can check us out on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, 
everything else. Uh, just at the Bass University. Check us out. All the information's out there right now. Makes a great Christmas gift. Fishing season's coming. You want to get yourself prepared. Check out thebassuniversity.com. Awesome. And, guys, I want to make sure everybody knows how can they get the apparel? How can they follow you guys? How can they follow the escapades of Cast Crew? What's the best way? <laughs> the best way is uh, our website, cast312.com. And then uh, other than Cast Crew, there's uh, Diesel and I. We branched off and are doing our multimedia video thing. Yes. Which is Illustrato Films. Illustrato Films. You can do illustratofilms.com or just search for it on the internet and yep. find us. And you guys are on social media, yep. right? Social yes. media handle, Cast Crew? Yep. Yep. Okay. Cast Crew or Cast 312. YouTube is Cast Chicago. Sorry, we, it's a little bit over all over the place. That's why we always direct everyone to our website yep. because not Cast Crew wasn't available everywhere. Right. Yep. So that's what uh, that's why everyone just go to the website cast312.com and you'll find all our stuff there. Gotcha. Okay, you heard it first here on Ike Live. I want you to check out Cast Crew, check out the Bash University. And we're going to sign off here, and we're going to head to the bar. And who knows, <laughs> if you keep watching before the night's over, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, we may come back for an after hours. Yeah, we might get loose. We might get loose, and I might actually DJ at some point yeah, tonight. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Let's yeah, do it. Uh, uh, look at that. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Maria. <laughs> I feel a little spinning coming on. Hey, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Special thank you to Cast Crew. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks for having us. Thank you. Amazing two days. Thanks, everybody. Amazing two days. What a great weekend. What a great show. Thank you for watching Ike Live. We'll see you next show, December 20th, the Christmas special. Special guest, Dave Mercer, a.k.a. Santa Claus. We'll see you soon. Good night. Have a good, good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for watching. Catching monsters all the time Swear to God, cross my line Hail Mary, full of grace Eight foot roller in my face Fifty pound beneath my hull Hurricane wouldn't make me